Hey everybody, welcome to Tea with Keo. My name is Keo. Tea is in the Kellon stove. And how are you doing today? I'm doing great. In fact, everyone out there, just yell out, tell me how not, you know, tell me right now, how you doing? Oh, fantastic, Missy. I'm so glad you're having a good day. Owen, hey, don't worry about school. It's tough. You are a smart man. You will get through this. I know you will. I have faith. And uh, Jordan, Pat, uh, I know you, you're always going to uh, like gonna keep giving me crap and shit, but you know I'm going to give it back. Okay, good thing you're good, doing well today. Love you, man. Uh, so it's fantastic. I'm glad everyone's doing well. Uh, I'll talk to the rest of you guys later. Uh, but so, uh, how's life tr treating you? Life has been okay for me. Ups and downs, you know, you've heard a little bit. Uh, but things are looking positive and straight ahead. So I'm happy. Uh, got a lot of fun for you tonight. A lot of good things to talk about tonight. Uh, first off, uh, got a different thing going with the tea tonight. Uh, I discovered that my kettle was uh, flaking its uh, protective coating on the inside. And uh, I don't know how long it's been doing that. Uh, but not too long, but long enough where... I'm afraid I've been drinking some of that coating, and that doesn't make me happy. So I just can't use that kettle right now. Uh, looking at maybe an electric kettle, I don't know if that's mm, uh, it's going to be good or not, but I like the idea because we can travel with it. And uh, so, but today I've just got a, a pot of hot water, boiling the water up, and uh, so I don't get a whistle. I have to keep my eye on the pot and the little bit of steam that comes out of it will let me know. Uh, so there's a little difference there, but it's still tea. It's still tea with Kehoe, so we're all good. Uh, but I want to start off this week with uh, a couple, th you know, I got some topics I've been milling around for a little bit. And I first off want to thank the Russians for this. I mean, this is not a government thank you. This is not a... Uh, uh, thank you to uh, anyone in particular in Russia, but to the Russians in general. Uh, and I am so very happy uh, that we here get to watch your dash cam videos because, frankly, you guys are crazy motherfuckers. And that's wonderful. I'm not... <laughs> I'm not uh, it's just fantastic. Uh, I have seen some crazy things on those dash cam videos. I mean, there's that meteor that flashed across the sky that I saw that that was freaking amazing and cool. It's like, damn, that's damn. Uh, but then seeing like a little fender bender and people getting out with guns and bats and kicking and fighting doors and punching and it's, you guys are violent and crazy. I mean, I like it, but wow. So uh, I really want to thank you guys for the, uh, those dashboard cams because that is, you know, just so fun. And it's totally ridiculous. And, uh, like, how you pile up so much stuff onto one vehicle and drive it around is amazing. Uh, I uh, once saw a car 
on a truck, and that truck was on a truck, and that truck was on a flatbed. So we had a, this is, you know, like driving inception, I don't know, inside, 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 in. It was weird. And that's just sort of normal, I guess. Uh, you know, donkey uh, pulled carts. Human pulled carts. Uh, donkey pulled cars. Human pulled cars. Cars pulling donkeys. Uh, I've seen it all. I've seen it all. And I, I want to thank you, Russia, for adopting the dash cam, uh, the dashboard cam, uh, because where would we be without that? We would, I, I wouldn't understand you as a people the way I do now by seeing those videos. I get to see a true Russia, I think, or at least a somewhat truish Russia. Uh, that's just all I'm saying. Uh, thank you for your dash cams. They're lovely. I'm uh, going to go check on the water now. See, we don't have the... Uh, we are just about... We're a couple minutes from boil, so I'm not going to rush it. You know, I want that nice, boily, bubbly goodness and the tea bag to mix together. Now, I've heard many things about how to do the, the pouring, even. Uh, I am one who I want the tea bag in and the water running through it immediately, really bringing out the goodness locked within. Um, I feel if you pour the hot water and then dip in the tea bag, you really don't get a true uh, infusion of the tea, which is absolutely lovely. And uh, you want that. You want that infusion. And we are at boil. So. Now comes the tricky part. Because it is a pan with a little bit of a spout, it doesn't actually pour great, so I need to be careful with it. And I was. Success is mine. So back to the stove you go. I'm gonna grab a paper towel because that is the cup is now wet on the outside on the one side because that pan didn't pour too perfectly and I got a little spillage but I did it over the sink so it's all good I'm, I'm, I'm comfortable with all that so so again thank you Russia for your dash cam videos they are so so lovely transition time yeah so uh, I went to the cottage today to uh, do our two-pronged attack to protect the cottage. Uh, well, it's not a two-pronged protect. It's a two-species attack. Uh, we do, you know, I want bats to live around the cottage. Uh, they eat the mosquitoes. They do wonderful things with the insects around there. It's, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, but... We don't want them living in the eaves of the cottage because uh, they can, at night, they are surprisingly loud. And uh, we've had it in the past, and you just don't want them there. So uh, we spray hornet and uh, wasp spray, and the bats hate it. They don't like it. They won't come around. Also protects against the hornets and the wasps. So very good idea. Uh, so we went out to do that today, and uh, we found a mouse dead in the toilet. Uh, 
throughout the winter. Uh, mice occasionally will get into the cottage. Uh, we don't keep food or anything that they would want, but they seem to like to nest. If they can find a place to uh, build a nest, it, se it seems like if there's a paper towel left around, you got to be very careful. Uh, but one got in and must have been going for a drink or a sip and fell in and drowned and had a bit of a stench in the place. It was a little bit stinky, but got him out, uh, disposed of his body into the woods. So maybe nature will take care of it. And uh, the smell, uh, by the time we left, within half hour, the smell had dissipated and uh, life could happen because we removed the death and it was sort of bad. Uh, but I love the cottage. It's, it's one of my favorite places in the world. Uh, we've had it now, uh, it's been in the family for just 15 years. So it's not, you know, like this generational cottage where from grandparent to parent to child, it's passed along. No, it's just, uh, I mean, this could be the start of that. I mean, cause my parents have it and I, will be getting it. I've been uh, told that uh, the cottage is mine when they are done with it. And since my father had a triple bypass uh, surgery last April, he's not done with it, but he's very, very okay with just letting me take over and them going to visit and hanging out occasionally at the cottage. Uh, whereas before, uh, you know, he was the, the man about cottage. He was taking care of everything, cutting grass, doing all the things you do. Uh, but now I think I would rather him not do all those things and uh, still rest his heart a little bit longer. I think that would be a good idea. Uh, but that's the son, you know, being protective of the father. But uh, I know he would rather be able to get out and do some of the things he used to do. But he knows he's probably uh, not too far away from just not wanting to care anymore uh, about it. You know, he's retired. He's happy. He's um, every day is Saturday. He says it's 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 a good thing. Uh, so the fact that he can now hand off the cottage to me and uh, just come out and be a visitor, I think he's gonna love that. He's gonna like that a lot. And uh, I'm glad I can help that out. I'm glad I can be there to help and make that happen. Uh, the nice thing about the cottage, uh, I like to say, uh, it's close enough to make the effort, far enough to make excuses. And I like that because it really shows who your friends are. You know, your friends will make the effort and they'll be there and your eh, your acquaintances uh, that might be a little bit too far i've got something going on today and so it, the people who make it make it meaning if you can make it to the cottage we're probably going to make it as friends uh so that's how i like to look at the place and my friends have my friends who are friends have come and visited and hung out and it's a wonderful thing and i was talking to my dad today and looking at the we have a little hill that goes down to the pond and i've always wanted to put a small little like handmade homemade drive-in theater board up and uh 
have everyone sit on the hill and do a movie night and have like a, a drive-in night at the cottage. I think that might happen this summer. I would like to try and make that happen. Um, folks would have to bring out their chairs because, uh, frankly, the hill gets a little wet sometimes. And if it's not been dry for a while, that could be a damp damp experience so uh there are some drawbacks with the hill in that respect but overall it's a perfect spot to do a movie night i mean we get the a little projector out there uh they make them you can hook up your phone right to them now and they project beautifully from what i've seen uh, so that's that's in my mind that's in that, that's a summer plan drive in at the cottage uh let's see if we can make that happen uh but and then since we were out doing the spraying for the bats and stuff it reminded me or i thought of a story on the drive down Ooh, that's still warm uh thought of this years ago i was working at a place called uh waterfront elementary as a custodian and we got a call down to the uh the break room that uh there was a bat in the gymnasium and the kids were going crazy scared of this bat so no one else on the crew wanted to go do it. They were like, I'm not going to, no, 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 no. They all wussed out. I was like, this sounds fun. Yeah, chief, I got this. So I went and uh, found the bat. It was gettable. It was accessible. He was in a spot where I could, you know, do something. So assessing it all, the best thing I could, fit, you know, had at the time, a cardboard box and a broom. And with the broom, a little bit of, prodding he he didn't want to fly for some reason he didn't want to really move around that much he was i think scared as hell uh but i got him into the cardboard box and then the kids were all happy yay and uh they wanted to peek inside and everything so took him outside he's an animal he needs to be outside to live and eat and breathe and do what he does uh so brought him outside and opened up the box and nothing didn't move at all I tap the box once, doesn't move. I tap it again, doesn't move. I give it a good little shove, and it flips over. And now he couldn't get out if he wanted to. So I pick up the box, and he was on the ground. And he jumped up, you know, moved around and started to fly and took off. And he started to fly right back into the building. Uh, although this part where we were has a door you know the door for near like the gymnasium but right next to it is a glass wall partition like it used to be a double door but they removed the one side of it and just put a piece of you know a plexiglass so you could see in and out but it wasn't a door anymore uh but to this bat that's an open space and he flew right into it and bam hit his head just full speed right you know, right into that wall uh, right into the window. And uh, the kids are now freaking out. Oh, no, oh, no, he's hurt, he's hurt. So I'm going to go and try and help him. And as I'm going over to try and pick him up and get him out into the, the yard more so he won't fly right back in, uh, just before I get there, the seagull comes flying in, lands, picks up the, uh, the bat with his beak, thro throws his neck back so his... You no, know, it's a perfect you know straight line. Does three big gulps and the and the bat you can see it going down his throat. This bat just went. He ate the bat, and at that point, 
all the kids are freaking out. The teachers are freaking out. Uh, my fellow custodians are freaking out. Whoa, what's going ah, They're all screaming. Oh, no, no, no. I'm giggling. Uh, mainly because I found this fascinating and loved it. Because I know seagulls eat fish, but I don't like to think of that as like meat. It's fish. We all, you know, Friday you don't eat meat, but you eat fish. So, you know, it is meat it's red you know, there's blood inside there's all that sort of it's it's a an animal i know seagulls eat those i just never thought a bat would be on their menu that just baffled me and just seeing it happen filled me with a sense or a feeling of like that is nature that is how it's supposed to happen this bat injured itself on you know, hit, you know, hitting this glass wall. He probably was going to be okay. He could have maybe gotten away. But for the few moments that he was sort of like, what the hell's going on? The seagull found lunch. And the bat became lunch. And that is the circle of life. And so I found comfort and joy. And uh, I mean, not really joy. I don't like you know, oh, no, the bat died. That's sad. But the bird lived. So that's good. You know, it's it's how it works. It's it's how it's supposed to go. So I was like, it was neat to see. And I enjoyed it uh, to, for what it was. I mean, I don't openly go out and try and see animals being eaten. It's It happened one time. And that's why the uniqueness of it is why I liked it. It was just so very unique. Uh, so... That was, you know, uh, what popped into my mind when when going out to the cottage to spray for the bats. Ah, that one bat, that one seagull. I mean, that was just that. That was just crazy to me. That was just weird. <laughs> Transition time. Cool. Uh, so. Uh, we got the song of the week coming up, and uh, it sort of fits into the week, because uh, this coming weekend, there are two holidays being celebrated. Now, most people know of Easter Sunday, um, the official, you know, bona fide holiday of the weekend uh, on the Christian calendar. It's a big one. Uh the part-time people will all be in church that day, just like on Christmas. You know, there were, I was raised Roman Catholic, so I, I, I know a little bit about uh, the cult that is Roman Catholicism. Uh, and uh, it used to be, you know, you make me laugh when my parents would take us on a regular basis. And then on like Christmas and Easter, the church was like, three times as full as it normally is. And it's just like, what what's going on? And when you're little, you don't even notice or know. And then you hear your parents, you know, ah, part-time Christians, ah, they come when it's convenient or, you know, and it used to make me laugh. And then when I uh, left the church and became a, uh, was a born again atheist, uh, I used to, you know, make fun of the part-time Catholics, you know, oh, not going to church today, but we'll see you there and uh, we'll see you there at Easter. So 
But hey, uh, who am I to say? But there's another holiday that weekend. There's another wonderful holiday just the day before. April 21st is Easter this year. The day before is April 20th, 420. Happy 420, everybody. Celebrate by smoking a nice fat joint with me. So Saturday, well, all at, say, uh, 420 Eastern time. So, uh, and then I'd be more than willing to join you at uh, 420 Central Time, 420 Mountain Time, 420 uh, Pacific Time. Uh, my friends in England, uh, give me a buzz. We'll celebrate 420 in uh, London. I mean, it'll be early for me, but I'm up for it. I am completely up for that challenge. Uh, I will have, I will share a 420 smoke with every time zone. Who's with me? Uh, so that is the holiday. It's, it's not an official holiday, but it is the unofficial stoner holiday. And uh, 420, I'll give you a little, I don't know if I've ever mentioned this. Uh, 420, the term, uh, came from a group of guys uh, in California, the Wallies, they called themselves, because they hung out on a wall. And after school, they would meet up at 420 to go look for this field of weed that the one brother got a map for from his uh, bro brother in the army. And uh, they never found it, but they would just be like, hey, 420, you know, when they were doing that whole search, they would just say, you know, 420, 420, and it just became a thing. And I guess a couple of guys became roadies with the dead, and they would use that term. And because the dead were travelers, uh, they traveled around, and that term just got sort of dropped in various spots. And it took, you know, years and years and years for it to really permeate throughout America that 420 means, you know, let's get high. And uh, it's not a police code. It's none of those silly things. That's the basic story. And so I uh, love that story. I think it's great. And uh, because I wrote a musical about the day, and uh, but not about those guys. It's not about those guys at all. It's just about what 420 means and what it should mean and how it's about friendship and... Uh, you know, when you're walking down the street and you're holding hands, that is 420. When you're home on your couch watching Doctor Who, that is 420. When you're with your friends being happy, that is 420. It doesn't matter if you're high or not. I mean, it does, but it doesn't. That is what 420 should mean. That, you know, that love, that, you know, friendship companionship and the and the being alone and being comfortable and with all that so 420 means a lot to me uh and that's why i celebrate it and uh i will be celebrating that holiday this weekend and uh i will enjoy chocolate and uh colored eggs and and all the accoutrements that come with easter uh but i just i'm not an adherent to the religious holiday i like the bunny and the and the jelly beans that's the fun for me so uh that is uh my uh my take on 420 and easter which leads us right into the song of the week that's right the song of the week this week is legalize it by peter tosh Peter Tosh, if you do not know, uh, was a contemporary of Bob Marley and Jimmy Cliff. 
and uh, was extremely talented and a legitimate star in his own right. And he may have reached the uh, pinnacle of his career like uh, Bob Marley did uh, or Jimmy Cliff did and really, you know, became a everyday sort of name in the world of music. Unfortunately, uh, he was murdered uh, during a robbery at his house. Uh, a couple of folks broke in. He happened to be there, I believe it was, and they shot him dead. And we lost a tremendously talented person. Uh, too many times that happens, you know, someone good, you know, gets taken for horrible reasons. So, uh, but that's what's happened to Peter Tosh. Uh, but his record, Legalize It, and the song, Legalize It, is probably, it's phenomenal. It's a great song. It's, it's, it's classic reggae. It's, it's got all the, the right, it, it is classic reggae uh, in sound and feel. And uh, he's singing what should be done. You know, legalize it, don't criticize it, legalize it, and I will advertise it. Uh, I'm, I'm right there with you, Peter. You let me, you know, you legalize it and I will sell it. I will, like, I will popularize it to everybody it, because it should be. Um, I'm, I'm upset with New York State for dragging their feet and not joining the rest of the enlightened states in realizing that uh, prohibition is stupider and not productive. Uh, New York State is being ridiculous with they need to tax everything and fees and charges and permits everything and then they're worried about well these folks will be let out of prison for drug charges oh no i mean if they're in there for smoking pot and you let them out it's not going to be a problem believe me your typical pothead is not going to be a true problem uh we're just too mellow for that kind of shit uh so I don't know why they're dragging their feet, but they are. They should be smart. Our legislature, our Senate, they're, they're morons. New York State, the government is a bunch of freaking morons. Uh, everything, you bend over backwards for New York City, which I'm surprised is not legalized there yet. I mean, it took two years for Uber to get to Buffalo because New York State didn't know how to tax us enough. They figured it out, and now we can do it. We're all taxed, but we can at least, you know, get a ride. Uh they screw up upstate all the time. I truly think we just bring New York State right across, like the border we have with uh, Pennsylvania, and right where it dips down, just go straight across. Have that whole rest of the state be the state of Long Island, and you can do whatever the hell you want down there, folks. You can tax yourselves, and you can be your own damn state. Leave the rest of upper New York to us, because we need to live too. I'm sick of my tax dollars going to New York City. Just saying. So, I'm going to get off that. Point. Legalize marijuana. And that is the song of the week. Is there a video for that song? I honestly, I've asked this many times. This one legitimately, I, I don't think they ever made a video for Legalize It. Uh, it's subject matter, and it's it's, you know, you know, raggae music from the 80s wasn't a lot in the video streams. And uh, 
a song about legalizing pot was probably not going to go over well at that time period uh, with the war on drugs that Nancy was you know, w- you know, waging back in the 80s. Uh, Nancy Reagan, that is. Uh, so, you know, I, I highly doubt there was one. Uh, but we will have uh, what we can up on the website for legalize it. Uh, so I'm going to take a sip now. Mm. Uh, that's the rub. Now, I, I was told, I recently learned that I've been saying that all wrong. Uh, I think, you know, for me, that's the rub. A rub is a good thing. It's like, mmm, rub your belly. Mmm, that's the rub. That's a good thing. So that's why I say it. Uh, as I'm thinking right now, I honestly cannot remember the legitimate definition of, you know, that's the rub. But it was more negative and more, you know, not the way I'm looking at it. Uh, to me, the rub, you know, a back rub, that's a good thing. Rub your belly, that's a good thing. Rub one off, that's a real good thing. Uh, so the rub, that's good. So when I say, mm, that's the rub, you know it's good. And this tea, mm, that's the rub. Mm-hmm. That's tasty. That, uh, oh, and I've got to say, uh, we've our sponsor, Song of the Week was brought to you by Dr. Hamilton. You've been putting off that dental work for far too long now, and there's a lot to do. You'll need to be sedated, but you're afraid. And we understand. At Dr. Hamilton's, sedation dentistry is our specialty. Let our kind and courteous staff relax you and make you feel comfortable. Because a comfortable patient is a happy patient. Don't let the fear of sedation dentistry keep you from getting the beautiful smile you deserve. Dr. Hamilton will put his dick in your mouth. 734-6281. for Dr. Hamilton. And that takes us right into the word of words. And this week, the word of words is brought to you by air. That's right, air. Ain't got words without it. Air. Thank you, air. Uh, We've already had water as a sponsor. We've had air as a sponsor. We have two more elementals coming up soon. Uh, We'll have earth and fire. Look for those sponsors coming soon. Today's word of words is phenophilian. Say it with me, folks. Phenophilian. Uh, real quickly, uh, phenophilian is a chemical compound uh, used in uh, to uh, discern the acid base in uh, uh, titrations. Uh, what the hell? In uh, basically, you can test acid base levels with uh, your phenophilian. If you dip it in your water and it's clear, it's more of an acid. If um, you dip it in, it turns pink, you have more of a basic solution. And uh, that is, I I use that a lot at an old job of mine where I was working with air conditioning units and part of maintaining the units is keeping the water fresh and not letting uh, chemicals or bacteria or things get into it and uh, keeping the right pH levels and the right like uh, uh, 
parameters was important and uh, would use the phenophthalion to check uh, on a daily basis. So I just love saying the word phenophthalion. Uh, if you know how to spell it, uh, wonderful. If you don't know how to spell it, go on to uh, teawithkehoe.com. We will have the word of words uh, there uh, with the definition along with Song of the Week. So the, the, the website's got all this wonderful stuff. You should go to it and visit it and say hi and leave a message and uh, leave a comment and a review maybe. Do all those things for me. I'd like that. Thank you. Uh, but that was the word of words, the word of the week. Uh, yeah, this is nice. I'm enjoying today. Mm. Uh, more rub. That's a damn good thing. And I thought to myself... While I was sitting here talking about uh, the weekend coming up, I figured, why not enjoy a little bit? So, as long as no one knows where I record this, I think I'm okay. <laughs> but you never know. Uh, throwing caution to the wind right now. Enjoying myself a little bit of a pipe and some tea at the same time because you know what right now i can and i will so you know hopefully no one's offended uh so i want to just say again uh please visit the website that'd be great uh check out facebook uh tea with kehoe on instagram hashtag tea with kehoe and on twitter at kehoe tea four ways many ways to get to the show and to uh, say hi and uh, interact and I'd like to you know get to know the folks who are listening because the more I get to know you because you're getting to know me I'd like to get to know you and you know see where you know see what makes you tick see what makes you uh, you know go so if you could you know if you visit those places please leave a message leave a comment and uh, let me know how you're feeling and uh, also, on that website, there's a whole bunch of social media links that you can go to, and uh, I don't know fully what you can do there, uh, because I'm not really uh, that technically savvy. Uh, I'm, I'm rather, uh, I'm very green in that respect. I don't understand technology for the most part. Uh, I don't have the engineer brain. Uh, I like the engineer brain. Uh, they can figure things out in a different way and a lot of times explain it and do it in a way that I do, if if they can talk in layman's terms, I get it. If they start their technical gibberish, I'm, I'm lost to all hell. And that's the problem with technology. It's, it's very, very technical. And to me, it seems logical that to get to say, I have, you know, I want to get to D. Say D is my endpoint. So I start at A, and I go to B, and I go to C, and then I finish at D. It seems like logical steps. The engineer mind looks at the A, B, C, and D, and then goes, hmm, I can get to D quicker and faster if I go from A over B to C. Then there's a C2 I got to do, like just a little bit in the C, and then I can go to D. And it is, it's, it's, it's more streamlined, it's faster, it's better, but I don't get it. 
I don't get how you do that. I don't get, because A, B, and C to D, I mean, it seems simple. But in the computer world, that C is full of nuancey things that I don't get. And the fact that you do this one little nuance in that gives you what you want. I don't get that. I don't understand how that works. I don't even know how that nuance got there. I don't get any of it. So it is sort of confusing to me. And that's why I rely on my friends, uh, Norm, to do uh, the technical end of the show. Because if it relied on me to do the technical end of the show, we might still be on episode one. Uh, (laughs) Because I'm slow. And... So having someone there to help me is is fantastic. Uh, But that's, you know, the engineer mind I don't get. So uh, I just don't get technology anymore, folks. Uh, I used to. I could plug in my, you know, John, I need to get the VCR hooked up. I got you, Dad. Wire here, wire there, this, clip, that, boom. I made it happen. I could take, you know... The things, the components, the VCR and the cable box and the TV and connect them all together and we can see and do it all. Yeah. That's very, very uh, low-grade technology level. Uh, screwing in a coaxial cable to, to make it connect, that that's where I, I excelled. Um, you start giving me, you know, programming and coding, I ain't got shit. I can't do none of that. Hmm. Ah, that is the rub. So uh, we're getting down to that last sip. And I uh, last sip thought will be happiness. Find it. Because when you get right down to it, that's all we really truly have with ourselves. And I've been having some tough times. You've heard a little bit. Uh, it's been a Tough couple of months this first half of the year. Uh, But I'm the type that needs to experience and feel the emotions and go through it in a very uh, primal way uh, to get anything out of it. Uh, Going and talking to a therapist and uh, doing that uh, does not work for me. it works for some people, and that is tremendous, and that is good, uh, and you should keep doing that if it if, if it works. But for me, that's just not what works. Uh, I need to go through it. I need to feel the pain, ride it out, feel it at many different levels. Uh, daily rage, uh, pointed, focused anger, uh, general uh, discomfort with the world. I mean, I need to feel those emotions. As much as it hurts, it helps. And once I can internalize and learn and focus and, you know, take those feelings and use them in a good way, in a productive way, and that's sort of where I'm at right now. Uh, I'm moving forward. These emotions and these feelings are still, you know, they're not chains on my back right now, but they still are uh, a fanny pack or two of emotions. And I'm going to shed that. Uh, but I'm looking forward. And I've got, you know, 
I know I have good things. I have wonderful friends uh, who help me through. A beautiful fiance who is gorgeous on the outside and the inside. And uh, I have my comedy sports family, which here I have brothers and sisters that I perform with on a weekly basis. And out there in the world, uh, England to California uh, and almost everywhere in between, I've got cousins that I look forward to seeing. Uh, I'm gonna see some in May and hopefully a bunch more in July. And I look so forward to that. And our dad, Dick Chudnow, he's our dad and we all love dad. I love dad. And I wanna thank dad for everything that comedy sports has done for me and done for so many people. The amount of joy you have brought to people is amazing. And if I can only do a little bit of that, I'll, I'd, I'd be a tremendously happy person. So I wanna thank dad, Dick Chudnow. I wanna thank Comedy Sports. I wanna thank Cheryl, my fiance. I wanna thank my friends, Ron, Pat. Uh, I could list a million friends. Uh, I wanna thank them all for being there and being my friend and being uh, the love of my life and being the people that I look up to and admire and strive to be as good as. That is what happiness should be. Okay, I'm tearing up a little bit. I get that way. But uh, happiness should be what you're looking for. And happiness is the only thing that should matter in your core emotions. I mean, life has many important things and life has many important moments. But how many of those moments are all full of happiness? Most of them. I think the moments we cherish most are the ones that are happiest. We don't look back in fondness on the pain. We avoid that. But the happy we look back on and we tell the stories over and over and over again because the stories make us happy. And that's what we should be striving for. Quit pointing fingers. Open your heart. Don't close your mind. Open it to the possibilities of what can be there. Let's all try and be better because right now, God, we really need that. We really need to be better. And it starts with me. And I'm dealing with the, you know, my things, but I'm trying to be better. So hopefully I can get some people to join me in this. And until I do, I will go about it myself. Um, and as always, be kind to each other because that's the happiness we share. My kindness, I hope, brings you happiness. And your kindness brings me happiness and joy. And being kind is what's really important, too. So kindness and happiness. Let's try and be the kindest, most happiest people we can be. Let's, let's really try. How about that, folks? And as always, it's not about the tea. It's about the time spent. Thank you for spending your time with me. 
I really enjoy spending my time with you. Talk to you soon. You have a great Easter. Happy 420, everybody. Let's have a 420 moment every hour of that day. Let's have some fun. I'll talk to you soon. See you next week. Mm. Mm. This is really good coffee, folks. I'm, I'm, or coffee, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm so used to saying that word still, but this tea is too good. Mm. So have a great folks, or have a great day, folks. I'll talk to you soon. And here's how you turn this one off. <laughs>